0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message.
1: You guys are sensational. Thank you very much. Hey, that's good. You know, I'm, I've titled today, Dreaming for the Future. And I'm glad you're here, because I can't think of a better group of people to dream with. You know, and, and I shared the scripture last week that one sets 1,000 to flight, but two can set 10,000 to flight. And our our tagline, our catchphrase is, we're better together. And the truth is, in the kingdom, we're better together. We weren't made to do life in isolation. We weren't made to retreat and do life on our own. We're better together. We strengthen each other. We encourage each other, inspire each other. And so I'm glad that you're here this this morning. And uh, we're going to have a big celebration afterwards. So please stick around. We're going to have some fun. For those that are new or those that may have questions about what is vision builders, just briefly before I get into this morning, Vision Builders is where we give above and beyond just our tithes for the furtherance of the church, where we we, we give so we can build. Uh, We rise together, sacrifice together so that we can give, so we can see the church, uh, I think like Nushi said, take ground, put a stake in the ground and say, you know what, we're we're taking back some ground from the enemy. We want to create, like Melissa said, a a safe place for our youth to grow and develop and be nurtured and, and inspired that, you know, our kids can be anything today. With the technology, they can be anything, do anything and we want to help them make smart decisions, good decisions towards their future and, and set out, lay out a path before them that they can walk along. And uh, we're gonna, we want to give, uh, obviously get permanent facilities and do a lot more local missions work and, and international missions work which we're doing, we're already partnering with Compassion uh, and, and we go to different missions fields uh, uh, globally and, and, and abroad. Um, but I want to partner with local ministries. The reason we bring a Glenn Garine, a Trent Membré, is that lives would be transformed. We want to partner with these guys uh, and also other churches. Last year, we, we um, helped and underwrote C3 Nairobi, which I think we're going to continue this year. And I, I said last week, they're, they're currently functioning with 50, 60 people in attendance each week in Nairobi. In the heart of Nairobi, there's C3 Church, uh, because you guys cared enough to give. Uh, we're also going to give towards um, C3 Miami. Uh, They're good friends of ours, Terence and Emma, they're coming to speak in September, in August. Uh, we're getting emma to come up and speak she's a radio personality tv personality and they're going to miami to plant a church so we're going to help underwrite them as well through this giving and, and how we do it we can give it as a one-off gift you might today go you know what god's laid it on my heart to give this as a gift you may want to make a pledge to to commit and fulfill over the course of the year uh, and i just encourage you if you make an amount a, a pledge this morning just chip away at it week after week after week um, and then as a First Fruits offering. So this morning, Melissa and I are putting our pledge in, what we're going to do for the year, but I'm also putting in my First Fruits, which is towards that pledge. So we're committing a certain amount of money, but towards that amount this morning, I'm giving a First Fruits offering, and we're going to use that locally and for the, the pledges we're going to use for the building. Amen? Yeah. Fantastic. So as we said before, our goal through Vision Builders is transformed lives. Like that story of Scott and Kim, to me, typifies perfectly exactly what Vision Builders is. If we started this church and did what we did just for their, them, for their marriage and for their kids, it's enough. We will continue functioning for them, and that is enough. But we've seen over hundred people saved. More than that, I bet it's like close to 140 people saved in this house now, making decisions for Jesus Christ. We've seen, yeah, which is awesome. We've seen lives transform. We've seen marriages come back together. We've seen people healed physically. Miracles. This is a house of miracles. The reason we would is. It's a house of salvation and it's a house of miracles. And uh, I wanna encourage you this morning and, and as a way of doing that, we've asked Matt and Nick Dan Swan to come and share a story this morning towards giving and, and around their story. So come on guys, let's <laughs> have you got
2: No problem. Oh, is, is that on? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, is Christian having a seat? Are we preaching this morning? Come on. Yes? No, no. <laughs> okay. okay. Where's the notes, mate? Okay, so. <laughs> all righty. Um, yeah, 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 come back up. only joking.
1: All righty. I've got a gift of making people nervous. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's
2: a good so. Are we doing
1: questions and answers?
2: Is it a Q&A or is it a... Okay, sorry. All right. Uh, it's I've like got a well-oiled machine. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some notes here, and um, they're a little hard to see. Last week it was slow motion. I had, a, I think, I had my laptop, a power cord, and my phone, and I saw my phone fly through the air. It was like slow motion, and it turned and smash! So anyway, so I'll try and uh, I'll try and read this if at all possible. So, where do you want me to start? Just, uh, just,
1: just your story. You, you know, you guys are generous. You're givers. You've been a part of the church forever, and you've been through different campaigns before. Yeah. You've got a sweet spirit, you know, and, and, and God's smiling upon your life, your family, your business, your world. We just wanted you to share your testimony yeah, just sure. about God's goodness in your world.
2: Yeah, okay, great. That's cool. So um, I think, to be honest, um, I don't think uh, there's any, like, for Nick and I, we're not the kind of people who can say, well, there's one standout moment or that's not really our story, I don't think. I think probably if there's anything about our story, it's probably just consistency. Um, yeah, just slow and steady, just turning up. Uh, week after week, year after year. Um, To be honest, we don't ever look at um, giving a God like it's some sort of lottery. We don't ever kind of feel like, well, if we pull the 100 out instead of the 50, we get seven times or ten times or whatever. It's like that's never been our heart. Um, And to be honest, it never will be. Our heart is to just help build the kingdom and extend the kingdom. So when I think about just general giving, I guess it's always just trying to work out how to help just play a part in extending the kingdom and what God does is up to God in terms of in our own personal life and you know I think it's um, one thing with giving is it's just that feeling of like a um, protection that's over you and I don't ever as I said use God as a lottery but I do then go to God and when I do give on a Sunday I do say God please help bless us help protect us help you know so there's no way I don't we don't ask for anything in return if that makes sense But, but I just definitely feel that quite covering that God's got over you and you know just as a quick example just yesterday um, I had my little guy Hayden out at first point some guy was cruising along on his mouth and as he fell I was out with Hayden as he fell his board came straight to Hayden's head and I was able just I grabbed it it landed like that right in the palm of my hand and I was able to just grab it and just push it away he would have copped that board who knows what that board would have done to him had it hit him in the head at the speed it was coming i just grabbed it and i just thought i was thinking about it in, in praise and worship this morning just a little analogy of like sure. just that little feeling that it's like god just have my back you know could you just protect us because it's a wild old world out there and you know like one minute that can be calm seas i mean my dad's been in hospital and he's had a view over mount hospital for the last three weeks and while i was down there we went from no surf, guys out there in flat water to, no joke, guys getting towed in in 15-foot surf. And that's what the ocean can be like. Life can be the same. Yeah. It can be calm one minute, and the next minute it is just the ocean is roaring, and life is roaring. So, so I think for Nick and I, it's probably more a, uh, we're just that consistent sort of, um, just one foot in front of the other. Um, we run a media company, and we work together, and day in, day out, we're just, Nick and I, one of our strengths is we're both just turner uppers, and oh, I know no, that's terrible English. And giving it to a media company, I probably don't put that on record. But we just, you know, we just turn up, and we turn up day in, day out. We've been running it for well, we've been married for nearly fourteen years, and for Come other on. than, other than, fo- and so for other than four, uh, five months of our married life, we've been working together in that company. And really, there's no secret to success, but just consistency in turning up. And so I think from our just God perspective, it's a similar thing, you know. We're not constantly looking for a. We're not wearing colourful shirts that the preacher might go. I've got a word for you. Just, just let God do the work and just slowly, slowly turn up. And never um, He's never let us down. Never. No. Um, and just one other thing I would say on that is that um, when Nick and I first started going out and then got married, Nick's always had this saying, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's great. And I was always like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. And as a young man, that just really didn't resonate in my life. I mean, there's nothing you couldn't do as a young man and, you know, and as you go a little on in life and you have children, you go, whoa, it's pretty tough out there. Yeah. And that saying now for me is like one of the major sayings is just longevity. And, and I just made some notes on this that, you know, it's... Um, it's very easy to see people in their 30s, 40s, whatever, doing really well for themselves, powering along, and they tank maybe their 50s, 60s, or whatever, and I'm not here to, to, to judge anyone or, 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 you know, make anyone feel bad or anything, I'm just trying to, just, again, give our testimony, but for us, a big part of our life is just that, one foot in front of the other, you know, really consistent, debt-free, as much as possible sort of life, and, and for, for Nick and I, to be really honest, it's... it's um, it sounds really easy, but it's actually quite hard when you've watched a lot of people race past you. Yeah. And we're just, you know, mind you, we work really hard. Like, it's not like we are just kind of just let God do all the work, you know. We're dreaming big all the time and constantly stretching out, but we're just doing it in a, um, in a place of just consistency. So, you know, I think it's, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's quite easy to sort of, um, uh, you know, run really hard in life. But, you know, we know a lot of really successful people We've um, had a lot of really successful friends as well. Uh, and, but bar none, most of them are based on debt, aren't they? Their lives at the centre of their life is and debt. And, and stress, yeah. yeah. And stressful enough. So, anyway, so that's just, that's just our personal take yeah. on it, is just really consistent, one foot in front of the other. And um, just, I guess, Chich, the last thing I was going to say is just uh, when it comes to what we do for work, we're in media. And so we've had a real job on our hands for the last five, seven years of going from print publishing. Which is our core to digital media, and that's um, been a really, really difficult transition It's coming together really well, but it's been very hard but bringing this into line with the church. the whole media world is going online in case you haven't been watching <laughs> everything's moving online and everything's moving away from big facilities and print plants and now what used to be your river of gold is now a bit of a, a, a you know a liability and um, you know as much as media is moving towards this digital world, it makes me think in the same pace. It's where we need the church to be in the local community, right? Yeah. And established. Totally. Because really, you know, like, everything's virtual, everything's digital. But really, we don't live in a virtual and digital world. We get in the car and we drive to the shops and to school and wherever. And so in that world, it's very much that that planting of the church in the community is actually a really big deal. So I think at the rate that media and everything is going online is probably the opposite rate that the church needs to be cemented in the community where it can be seen not in the cloud i mean there's so many places you can listen to preaching and music and you can buy books and it's all out there for you but and i can tell you because i'm in media that's the sort of stuff we produce but if i thought that was the end goal i wouldn't be standing here today i'd go well i can just do it all online i'd be at home watching some internet uh joel Osteen on the internet or you know whatever it might be but the church is just so neat someone's got to feed all the people and I think we do a great job with the stuff we do, but I don't feel like we feed people right down here. Yeah. We're awesome at being able to help people do what they do, but there's something right down in here. And I think, honestly, I don't think there's anything but the local church that can provide awesome. that. Awesome. So that's... Um,
1: let, let me ask this, and maybe Nick. Uh, how, is, how is your giving? Just encouraging us in our giving yeah. today. How has your giving helped you guys? What disciplines has it put in your world? Or how has it shifted thought patterns? You know, you give. You, I know you give. You're generous yeah. and you're big-hearted people and you live beyond yourselves. So just that, just as a way of encouraging us briefly this morning, how, how has it changed and helped you guys?
0: Um, that's a good question. Um, well, like Matt said, we're very consistent. We have a very disciplined lifestyle because we don't live on a, off a credit card. We just don't have... I don't have a credit card, so if I don't have the money, I, you know, I can't spend it. And I really feel like when, um, you know, with with church and with giving, and you know, it's... I know Matt said it, but it's just that just keep turning up, yeah. just and that is a discipline. It's yeah. a discipline to be here every week. It's a discipline to put your hand in your pocket and go, "I'm going to help. I'm going to do something." With you know, it might be small, but um, it's it's a seed. And I know we talk a lot about seed and harvest and all that kind of stuff, but it's actually a biblical principle that if you if you turn up it's digging the ground. If you pull you know something out of your pocket and you put it into the offering, it's planting a seed. And, um, you know, we came from Oxford Falls, um, which is a big church in, um, on the Northern beaches. And they had an amazing facility and I ended up going to college and working at that church. And I remember the first time I walked into the doors and it was just like, what is this place? This place is amazing. You know, I'm a, I was a young kid. I had the opportunity to go overseas and travel and I chose to go to Bible college instead. And, um, completely changed my life which was awesome but um, that was all because somebody sat in a row in Brookvale days when they were just renting a big warehouse and went I see it I see Nicole Dancewan walking through the doors going to Bible college and changing her life and meeting her husband and you know doing all of that kind of stuff so um, yeah there is an amazing scripture and it's in Genesis twenty-eight seventeen that says um, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the gate of heaven. And this, a physical building, is a gate for people, for a Michelle and Nick to walk through the door and, you know, learn about Jesus and have a physical transformation. Um, So, yeah, we we are big givers. We love it. Love Love it. it.
1: Come on, let's thank these guys. Awesome. Thank you. You guys are phenomenal. Just wanted to bring that test So it's not just me always talking about things, but it's it's people. Giving shifts you. Giving gives you a a new perspective. And I love what it says in Isaiah 54: it says, enlarge the place of your tent. The only way you get bigger is by enlarging your thinking, enlarging your actions, enlarging your commitments and what you do. Nobody else can make you bigger. It's a decision you make. I can have the greatest coach in the world, but unless I take on what that coach is saying to me, unless I apply the principles and and start doing what he says, I won't get fitter, I won't get bigger, I won't get stronger or faster. But when I do, when I make the decision to step in, to dream for a big future, God does something, he takes a hold of that and that that commitment to walking that out and and, and does it. It says here in Ephesians 3.21, it says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. I love that, ask or think, imagine or dream for. To, to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above, to, uh, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Can I tell you, there is never a better time than right now to give God the glory. There is never a better time than right now to step into faith and say, God, I believe. I'm gonna participate. I'm gonna be a part of what you're doing. He's the one that transforms life. He's the one that determines destinies. Therefore, he's the one that is worthy to be praised. I mean, can we put our hands together for God this morning? He's taken us from six people to what we are today in a very short period of time, and it's God. And so, Jace, can we just play that video? I just wanted to play 60 seconds of a video this morning.
3: So even though we face the difficulties, I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream.
1: Fantastic. This goes for quite a while, but I just just wanted to show you that this morning. Here's one man, Dr. Martin Luther King, that changed the course of history, that changed the nation because he dared to dream. He dared to look beyond what was a current reality. He dared to believe for unity. He dared to believe for freedom. He dare, dared to believe that unity would span the divide of segregation and, and, and second-class citizens. He was a man that stood w- with belief in his heart, saying, I, I believe something can change. I believe something can be different. I believe beyond what I know today to see towards a future where black and white can sit together, where there's equal opportunity. And, and I love what God says, he says, that, My my will is that none should perish, but all should come to eternal life. I have a dream for this church. I have a dream for Noosa. I have a dream for the Sunshine Coast that I want you to be a part of. I have a dream that we can make a difference, that we can shift spiritual atmospheres, that we can be the difference in our town. That we can see Scott and Kim's from all over the Sunshine Coast impacted in the name of Jesus Christ. That, that the name of Jesus would be lifted and glorified in this place. And like we said two weeks ago, is Vision Builders is a time where we don't sit and remember what God has done for us. It's a time where we stand up and step into partnering with him to make a difference for the future. Amen? And um, what we're doing is dreaming again. This is our third Vision Builders campaign And in the first two, we've laid a sensational foundation. We've got money in the bank. We're we're looking for buildings. We're talking to counsellors. We're doing what we can to gain favour in the community. But now it's time to start building upon the foundation that's been laid. Now it's time to just start taking ground. It's time to start expanding to the left and to the right, forward and behind, where we can accelerate. And I believe together we can accelerate the process of seeing God's plans and purposes outwork themselves in the earth today. And, you know, I was thinking this morning, as we dream big, God is glorified. God isn't glorified by a small dream. The Word says He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He says that the earth is mine and the fullness thereof. There is nothing that God doesn't have. He's not lacking resources. He's not lacking motivation. He's not lacking ability. God God has it all together. He can make it pour and flow towards us. He just wants us to dream big and to jump online and, and get in the slipstream of what He wants to do ultimately anyway in our community. You know, and although it may seem cocky or arrogant to make statements like, uh, we're going to take land and we're going to get a building, it's not. What we're doing when we say and make these statements is, God, we believe. We're applying faith to our dreams. So as we dream towards the future, and I I want you to dream, we've got these uh, pledge cards this morning, but on the pledge cards on the front says, what I see for C3 Noosa. What we would love you to do is when you write down your pledge and your commitment of what you can give over the course of the year as a one-off gift, we want you to write down what you see for C3NUSA, a thousand kids in youth, permanent facility with, with mum's rooms and with a cafe so people can come midweek, counselling rooms, offices, whatever it is. What do you see? Because it's not just about what we see for the future, what we're dreaming for. What do you see? What has God put in your heart? What it is a desire? Because the Bible says... Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. What we want to do week in and week out is delight ourselves in God. To come and stand in His presence, worship, give generously, uh, love on each other as a community and then go beyond these borders. Matthew 28, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, therefore go and make disciples. As we come and commit to vision, but that's, it's, a, it's a first step in going and making disciples, in taking ground and living bigger lives beyond ourselves for the, the betterment of humanity. Amen? And uh, it says here in Hebrews 10, 38, uh, Now the just shall live by faith. If anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we're not of those that draw back to perdition. We're of those who believe and press forward. To the saving of souls we, we press forward to the savings of souls is it a stretch is it a sacrifice does it take commitment is it hard work totally is it worth it yes it is it's worth it for the souls that are won it's worth it for the marriages that stick together it's worth it for the security and stability that kids receive when mum and dad are in love with each other and there's peace in the home and there's worship being offered to God it's worth it for that and I got to tell you Melissa and I we've put our hand to the plan we're not looking back Each and every time we have an opportunity to give and be generous, we're going to do just that. Hebrews 11 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Actually, it, it actually says, now faith. Faith right now. It didn't take faith for you last week to give today, it takes faith right now for you to be able to make a commitment to God. And you might have thoughts swirling around in your mind, you might have, you know, contradicting thoughts of I can't because I can't. I want you to step out in faith this morning. I want you to say, God, I believe. God, I'm, I'm for, I know you're for me, and I'm with you, and I'm stepping out in you. You know, and, and what I love about the dream and dreaming is a dream for our future helps us take our eyes off our current situation. For those in team, and team, I love you, you are sensational, you make church work and happen, is we currently see set up, packed down. We see rented hall, hired facilities, all those kind of things. We see working out of home office and that. But when we dream, we see beyond our current realities. When we apply our faith to our dreams, God carries us into the, the fulfillment of those very dreams. You know, Proverbs 29 says, uh, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there's, where there's no dream, where there's no vision, people perish. We are going to continually dream. And uh, without a dream, we will simply become a, a religious institution. And we don't want, nobody needs that, we don't want that. We want, to be, we want to be relevant. We want to be current. We want the Holy Spirit moving in our services. so people are miraculously healed and touched and delivered and set free by the power of God. And, and that's what the church is about. And there's a great saying that says, when your highest passion is anything but Christ, your motivations will be anything but Christ. And I want to tell you, our passion, our desire is Jesus Christ and Him glorified. That is what we're about. He is central in this church. The Bible says, if I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. So our aim weekly through our connect groups and our house parties and our discipleship groups and and youth and church on a weekend is that God would be lifted high. That the name of Jesus, you know, the Bible says that God gave him the name Jesus, a name which is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee would bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. And uh, and you know, as we build together and sacrifice to together, uh, we declare as much to our actions to the commitments uh, that Jesus is worthy to be praised. Because we, we it's easy to come in here and sing songs and oh, Jesus, we love you, and all, but this is where the rubber hits the road. Now, it's not the easiest thing to talk about, honestly, standing here talking about people giving, it's not an easy thing, but it's worth it. And I'll do it because I know that it helps us get bigger and it helps us move forward. And I love this. It says in Luke 9, verse 10, the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. We can be a part of that process. We can partner with God in that. In 1 John 3, it says, the reason the Son of Man came was to smash or destroy the works of the enemy. You can play a part in seeing the enemy beaten back off people's lives. Uh, And giving is just one way of that to happen. Um... I got some stuff here, but we're running out of time, and I really want to step into this next part, Um, but I just want to remind us together, this morning, that together we're better. Together we achieve more, we affect more, we bless more, we lead more, and we impact more, together, unified, but the only way we do this is by dreaming, believing, and sacrificing together, and we've said each week that it's, it's, it's not equal giving but it's equal sacrifice. What, what is a big thing to you may not be to somebody else, but it doesn't matter about the amount. I was talking to a friend in America this morning, and he said, you know what, if you know, my wife and I just made a decision, we're not having two coffees a day each. He said, it equals $20, that, that equals $1,000. And I started thinking to myself, what can I sacrifice, just at a micro level, so that I can give as a commitment to God? And I thought, you know what, if, if 50 of us decided, you know what, I'm just not giving, I'm not, I'm not going to have a certain thing this week, I'm going to give $20 a week. That's $50,000 towards the expense, and, it's, and I go, I, I don't even miss $20, $20 just slips out of your hands at nothing, I go into a shop and used to buy a whole trolley load of things and now I come out and that's $350, not $20, like it used to, like, do, do you know what I mean, it's, there are practical ways that we can step out and do this, I love what Walt Disney said, he said, if you can dream it, you can achieve it, but remember it starts with a dream. And sometimes I think, you know, we can see ourselves as small or insignificant or inferior, but we're not. The Bible says, don't despise the day of small beginnings. We make a difference. Twelve disciples made a difference. Twelve disciples saw the church established in the earth. Those twelve it went to thousands of churches. Now it's, there's, today, there is over two billion Christians in the earth. Now, social media and media itself doesn't always portray the, the faith side of things, but it shows you all the atrocities and the tragedies that are taking place all across. We are not the minority with God, we are the majority. We can influence. We can make a difference. We can, as I said, shift and, uh, and change cultures. And I, and I want to encourage you this morning. The best place to dream from, the best place to apply, apply faith to, is from a position of confidence. And it says, Hebrew 10, 35, it says, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Don't throw throw away your confidence. Right. The, what the decision we make today, it's really easy to start. I love what Matt and Nick said. It's, it's starting's good, finishing's better. Yeah. It, it's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish that counts. I want to encourage you today, as you make a commitment, just to go, you know, I, and, and we might get excited and we might make an emotional decision today, but keep walking that thing out. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and watch what God does. Um, I'll finish with this in a minute. I'll get the, the team to come. In Ephesians 2:19, it says this, You're no longer wandering exiles. The kingdom of faith is now your home. You're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. Can I encourage you this morning? You belong here. You belong in this house. You belong as part of the team. You can make a difference. With as much right to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home. He's using us all, irrespective of how we got here in what what he is building. He used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation. Now he is using you, fitting you in brick by brick and stone by stone with Jesus Christ as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day. A holy temple built by God, um, all of us built into it. A temple in which God is quite at home. I love that. You belong here. God is building his house and he's using you and I. Jesus Christ is that cornerstone, but he's using you and I knitted together as as the building blocks of his house in the community. And what started small will grow big. What started as a seed will grow into into a large tree that will give shade and protection to many people. And we can be a part of it together Um, how do you stay connected to the vision the first thing and I want to say this as we get ready to fill out our commitment cards this morning is you make a commitment to be a part of the vision the vision is transformed lives and the vision is Jesus Christ glorified it's simple but it's it it encompasses a lot Uh, and I want to encourage you this morning make a commitment to be a part of the vision don't let a select few carry the vision of the church let's carry it together Let's partner together. It's not the person that stands up here and preach or the people that worship. It's us together collectively that make a difference and glorify God. The second thing is remind yourself of the dream. When I forget the dream, I forget my motivation towards the course of action I've chosen to take. The dream here is winning souls, making disciples, impacting our community and glorifying Jesus. The third thing is this, grit your teeth and keep putting one foot in front of the other. Just what Matt and Nick said. Just, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. When you don't feel you can, when you don't feel you want to, just remember I made a commitment. And the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no no. And sometimes it's better not to make a commitment than to make one not, not you know, anticipating or expecting to fulfill it. I want to encourage us today. We're men and women of faith. We're men and women of strength. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And as we commit together to step out, we can make a difference in our community. Amen? fantastic there's a great saying that a man is not remembered for what he's gathered but he's remembered for what he's given and i actually think that we can remember what we've given and like nick said somebody gave so she could sit in that seat and she's gone on to give so somebody else can sit in a seat we can do the same for someone else it's a sacrifice it's a commitment but it's the greatest life you'll ever live
0: Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.